already, the flow will, will start to go away. But we'll get it back. No, the, the flow is still here. It's we're, still here. We're, we're going to just keep, we're gonna keep, <laughs> just keep it going. All right. Yeah, uh, one, welcome back for the first time in a while to the Ardent Fitness Podcast. And dual purpose, this one's going to go out on Primal Man Pathway as well. Uh, we are inside Ardent Fitness. We got the only, well, there's a couple of y'all I really respect. And the one that has a gym closest to me, uh, the only other gym in the area within driving distance that I would ever recommend as a home to Ardent members. Uh, Mike Spagnola. Well, thanks, Jace. That's actually kind of really awesome. Um, and honestly, I knew that before you said it, but you saying it also, like, for more than my ears to hear, is very, very nice. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, like Chase said, I'm Mike Spagnola. I'm the owner of Outwork Fitness, which was previously Edge Fitness. We've been in Cary since 2011. Um, our entire mission is we just help McHenry County become stronger, happier, healthier versions of themselves through fitness. Um, we do a lot of personal training, just like you guys, and uh, some group training as well. All right, and you brought your, brought your head coach along, too. Head coach along. Um, yeah. Matt um, Matt Blunk, he's our head coach, um, has been with uh, Outwork for over five years now. And what else? I don't know. You're awesome. I, I think you covered everything right there. <laughs> yeah. You're awesome. That's, that's true, yeah. That kind of hits it right on the head there. Especially the last part there. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wanted to give you the chance to introduce Matt. Um, cool. And we were here, and we were kind of, we were on a cool tangent earlier about... Uh, action and doing things that will bring you the best rewards um, and I was like man I wish we were recording because I was like that that's <laughs> I'm secretly hoping you were yeah so, I know yeah. I, I could tell I by the way you were talking I was like oh, I gotta hit record <laughs> I was still trying to figure out how to run this with three mics though and that's why we're on one mic right now so if there's an echo in the audio uh, forgive us and how did that conversation go so I think it started. We we were we were bullshitting back and forth. We were texting probably what two months ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, we were talking about how things were going at the gym, just checking in on that. Uh, talking about how things were going with the Primal Man Pathway and the online business. And I mean, I'll just help. So it seemed like you were in a spot where you were just a little bit stuck. Not maybe not stuck isn't the right word, but um, having action, like taking action every day, but probably in different in different directions. Maybe directions that. Uh, well, once we talked about it, that kind of became apparent that maybe weren't the direction that you wanted to go anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think, <laughs> I think like there's a lot that happened in that conversation. Um, but one of the questions I asked what was, and so I, I mean, you've worked with Stu, right? Stu, yep. Bauer, you know, Bauer before with what the fuck Jim talk. And one of the things that he talks about with employees is like compensation and fulfillment, right? Like if you have both of those boxes checked, you can probably keep an employee really happy and continuing to help the business grow for a long time. But I think that's also true for owners as well. Mm -hmm. um, you have to make money if you are putting your time, effort, and energy into things. Yeah, um, I mean, groceries are not free. They, they, <laughs> I mean, if, if they are, let me know where you're, where you're shopping, right? Um, and then fulfillment, are you enjoying what you're doing? And I think uh, there are times where both of those can kind of skate you through. There's gonna be times where you're where you're really grinding and, and maybe fulfillment's down a little bit because you're beat down and, and overworked, uh, but the compensation is there. And then there's gonna be times where maybe the compensation isn't there, but the fulfillment, you know, you're just, you're, you're hitting all the nails on the head and helping people in exactly the way that you envisioned. And so that's kind of where the conversation led us is like, what are you, you know, what are you doing with Ardent? What are you making with, at Ardent? How, 
you know, how is it like, how is it fueling your soul? Basically, yeah. I don't think I said those words, but like that. And that was the conversation. Yeah, it was totally. Because to your point, yes, it's the money is always it's a thing mm-hmm. and it is much more. And I mean, anybody who's listened to the Ardent podcast or the Primal Man Pathway or heard me in the gym, like they know it's it's more about the soul. Like, mm-hmm. And you did. Yes. Like, well, could you have that same level of fulfillment from online or could you because I was talking about online and how how and it's the first time I'm saying on a podcast going out to all the members y'all should probably know by now and if you haven't heard it uh, how I was more fulfilled doing the online thing than the gym because I signed up to coach little did I know I actually signed up to be a business owner <laughs> I thought I thought I signed up to coach I really really like enjoy coaching and uh, the business owner side of it burned me out, plain and simple. And you asked, could you be as fulfilled or more fulfilled online if you didn't have the gym distracting you? And I don't know if you use the word distracting, the gym taking energy. Yeah. And that was a light bulb moment. And uh, I guess we'll get, just dive right in, drop the bomb. That's, that's uh, the main reason for this podcast today is an electronic intro to uh, the gym that I I would I am recommending for everyone post Arden. And that where where that came from, just like the the next question that I asked, and I I mean probably most of your listeners don't know me, but mm-hmm. I'm very, very bold when I ask questions, probably very much like you. Yeah. And sometimes like sometimes even if you are the I would say maybe even most times if you are that bold person to other people, sometimes introspectively you miss out on what should be the real obvious things. So I think my question is like so what? So when are you closing Ardent <laughs> or selling Ardent yeah. or something like that? Or something to that effect. It's like so. When is that? Like when is that happening? If, yeah. If you are, everything you are you are telling me from a from a a total soul satisfaction fulfillment from everything was pointing to that, and I think we could dance around that, right? Like yeah. we could dance around that all day. I was like, no, we're not gonna we're not going no. to though. When? Um, and that's where that that's where this entire kind of sit down came from. Yeah, and, and to be 100% honest, there was still, even after that talk, resistance around, well, what about the coaches? Well, what about all the awesome people here? What about people who rely on this? Like, and at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm not doing them a service by burning out and providing a worse and worse and worse experience. You know? So that's, uh, I'm going to, moving forward, be providing a very high level and experience that I can enjoy providing and giving everybody here the opportunity to go experience the same or maybe even in some aspects slightly better level of service. In some aspects we do it better, some aspects you do it better, I'm sure. And uh, give them the opportunity to experience a, high, a different flavor of, uh, I'll say a different flavor of the same level. Yeah, I mean, I would I would agree with that. In terms of like uh, local local gyms, local coaches doing their thing, um, we talked about that a lot. Like, a, this is a this is a hard area. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's you know typically it's several years behind East Coast West Coast when it comes to like fitness and innovation and what services and offerings. And then that's Chicago is a couple years behind. And then we're now we're outside of that, so it just ends up kind of trickling. And so this has been when I. When I gave that intro of like being around for ten years, like Arden's been around for seven, right? Mm-hmm. Versus CrossFit, seven and a half, seven and a half yeah. yeah. And that, like, that is, 
that's a long that's a long time to be in this industry. It's a long time to be servicing people and helping people and being super committed to it. And it's a I think it was one of those things where that was the the primary resistance I think at that point, which is why I think it was um, <clears throat> kind of so important to talk about like right away. It was like, well, are you are you doing this for everyone but yourself, or are you doing it for everyone and yourself? And um, I think that that you answering that question honestly is kind of what yeah. brought us kind of to the to this moment, I guess. Great use of the but and and. Uh, Do you like that? That was that's gold. Dan said I like that. For you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'd like to get from you first. I'm sure everybody's uh, interested after I said that you're the place I'm recommending. Give us the the story of Outwork slash Edge. Yeah, so it's a it's a it's a fairly long story, but I'll try to keep it as brief as I can. Um, probably every mentor list that would ever hear this is like, you asshole! I told you like elevator pitch, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so just over just over ten years ago, I started. I was a I was a trainer for a couple of years in a um, just a commercial gym, and about a week before Christmas, they let every trainer know that they were going to. They didn't say they were letting them go, but they did say that they were switching from a 70%, 30% commission split to a $14 per hour with no change in the job. So um, basically they were letting everyone go. Um, it was like seven days before Christmas. And I mean, you've been in the industry for a long time, like the week before Christmas, nobody's around, which is like kind of convenient, right? So so that happened and I, I just knew I wanted to train people. And so I was young, so I'm so for, for reference, I'm 30. So this is over 10 years ago now. Um, and honestly, that's probably the only reason I've, experience and the gym has experienced the success that it has that I was too dumb to know to know better um and I'm grateful for that now <laughs> uh, definitely grateful for that now um, but all I knew was like well if if I just keep getting you know if like spaces just keep not working out for me if other owners keep not working out like why why have another owner why have another space um and that's literally how I started the gym uh there was I wish I could say there was a better plan. There is a lot better plan now. Um, we've gone through, yeah. Um, mostly thanks to Matt, honestly. Like I, I just like have ideas and then Matt does all the things. But, um, and he can get into like what we do from like an actual training perspective um, after kind of like, I finished this quick or origin story. So basically we ended up operating as like a really large group gym for a long time. Um, probably not dissimilar from when you were primarily CrossFit Algonquin. And it ended up, this was probably 2016, Matt, was it? Is that because that's right around when you came on, right? Yes, yeah, I started at the end of twenty sixteen. <clears throat> and so we had just started to shift, and I was really excited about the shift. It was bringing in higher caliber coaches. It was bringing in people who really, really knew the ins and outs of training, and um, it was also shifting into a, a much more intimate offering. So I mean, we were at one point over 220, 240 members, and we were just not giving the level of service that we that we felt like people deserved. So we just flipped the model on its head. And I think still not a lot of people outside of Ardens, which is one of the reasons I think we connected in the first place was like we were kind of doing similar things in, this, in an area where nobody else was doing anything like this, right? Like you have your one-on-one -on -one gyms and you have your CrossFit or your boot camps, but you don't really have anybody that's providing like small group personal training that's providing like actual higher level training, higher level intent. And so, um, I like what you said before about like kind of us like certain aspects we probably do better certain yeah. aspects you guys do better because it's just different right and yeah. that's and that's really cool and it's unique and it's not something that's easy to find and to replicate but when you have it you want to cling you want to cling to those people and that was um, that was five years ago that we started making that transition and we just kept making that transition so now we run um, our gym is basically based on one-on-one uh, -on -one training and some 
some group training. We definitely have some good groups going. And then uh, we do a lot of hybrid training, which is like individual design. What do you guys call that here? Is that individual design? Individual design. Yeah. Okay. Um, people get their updated workout. We have sets, reps, weights. We have progression points, a weekly check-in. Um, and we kind of graduate people. Our entire model, um, and then after I, I say this, I'll, I'll hand it over to Matt in terms of like what we actually do from a training perspective. But our entire model is based on autonomy and teaching people skills to do things on their own, not because they should have to, but because they should be able to. And um, typically when we start people, it's going to be very, very, I've still not come with, up with a better term. And if you have one, let me know, but handholdy um, in the beginning, right? Like we're, we're just right there. It's going to be a high level of supervision and accountability. In the there we beginning. go. Yeah. 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 Um, and perhaps as PCs, I can get with that as saying handholdy, which is great. And that's what we do. We think people need that in the beginning. And I think uh, it really, really helps set the frame for what the future looks like. And then from there, we build out an individual plan. Um, and this is just more structure stuff, like how we how we set you up for success. Like I want you to be able to go from seeing us a couple times a week to only having to check in with us, you know, with one one-on-one a month, or maybe even once a week if life starts, you know, throwing you some curveballs and you need that help. Uh, I tell people that our first that our first sit down is going to probably be the most expensive for them because they're going to need the, me the most and, and need our coaches the most. And after that, they're going to need less and less because we're going to help build them up as people who need less and less. Um, that that sounds very familiar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's so that's. And that's, and it's great. And that's how training should be, right? Like it shouldn't be like, Hey, if you're someone who needs a coach, maybe you'll always need a coach in some capacity. I have a coach. Matt has a coach. You, you have a coach right now. You typically uh, always do though, right? Like, you know, yeah, <laughs> typically always fitness wise. I do not have a coach. Okay. Um, and I do still have coaches right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have inside the Enlifted community. There's a few people that have leaned on specifically for coaching. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Still, still have a coach. Yeah. Coaches should always have coaches. I think even just from the relationship and knowing how that kind yeah. of flows, and then also, um, even I, I know you were working. You were working with a coach a, a, a little bit ago. Last time we had talked about this, you were for sure. I was working with a coach, and I worked with a coach for well over three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Smith and you know he's OPEX. Uh, yeah, they were big dogs. Now Crafted Coaching mm-hmm. is their remote coaching side, and yeah, I mean he great. Great experience, and a lot of the stuff that a lot of my clients got, movement-wise or progression-wise, came from that experience. It came, the knowledge sure. I gleaned and the critical thinking skills from taking his stuff, and then okay, now we can apply this and blend a little bit of what he did here and what he did here, and put it over here, and it fits for this person. Right. It's just continued education, right? Like, right. and how can you throw it through your own filter and give it to your people the way they need it? Yeah, I mean, I've I've talked about that a bunch. That I I've taken like OPEX, Active Life. Uh, I'll give CrossFit some credit because they did revolutionize the industry. Uh, mainly OPEX Active Life, CrossFit, uh, and about those, and combined them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's to your point. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. too often people find a system that mm-hmm. they like, and then they just only use the system instead of yeah. putting it together with what other knowledge they have and making their own shit with it. Like it's just yeah. Then you're just selling another product. Too often is an understatement, and, and, and it runs <laughs> almost rampant. always. Almost like, always It's probably a better way to say it. It runs rampant, and it now we're talking more about like beliefs, and it people get into this blinder mode. Like this worked for me. This is awesome. Nothing else is right. Right. And that's like, uh, if you put a group of CrossFit gym owners in a in a room, hundred of them, they'll all raise their hand if they get asked, "Do people get hurt inside CrossFit gyms?" Now. 
if you ask him, does anyone ever get hurt inside your CrossFit gym? All the hands will go down. Because <laughs> they do CrossFit the right way. Um, and that's just reinforcing that point. Like, well, and there's, I, I forget who the quote is by, but it's in reference to science stuff. It's like, all models are wrong, but some are useless. The same thing goes with exercise systems. Like, none of them are correct, because the shit's all just kind of made up. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like, a lot of them are useful yeah. if, if you apply it the right way. Well said. And uh, at the end of the day, which one is the client going to buy into the most? Right. Because you know? that action creates change. And if I can write you something that's a lot better, but you don't enjoy it, and you'll do something that still works, it's just not exactly what I know will work best for you, cool. Like, we're still doing something. Right. That's like, I'll shit on Orange Theory all day long. <laughs> and where my sister-in-law was doing Orange Theory, like, good for you. It cheered her the hell on. You're yeah, moving. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yes. Like, let's get out there and move in one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, you'll find your way to somewhere as high caliber as Ardent or Outwork, and then we'll really applaud. And, and that's the thing is, it's like, it's taking someone, so I think that's where, like, coaching and, and training kind of uh, coexist in, in the same world, but on a different kind of platform. And I think that uh, when it comes to helping somebody basically take their beliefs and actually t- turn that into action, that, that is coaching, right? Like that's where accountability comes into play. Like I have clients that I've been training for seven years and they were, you know, back to the point, they were just a hybrid client where we had, you know, weekly check-ins, but there was not really FaceTime. There wasn't really one-on-one. And through some life things that happened, they, they ended up, they were, their actions were, were keeping them out of the gym. They were keeping them out from eating right. And they, they weren't where they wanted to be. And so I had an intervention. I probably did this too late too, because I also have a personal relationship with, with this client. Um, he's a good friend of mine and I had this intervention probably too late it was like hey you need to do some one on one again like you need to you need to start coming back in like once a week or once every other week it's just going to ground you it's going to help keep you accountable like I'm never I'm not going to teach you anything new like you've been here for seven years like I, I didn't make up new fitness exercises like and if I did like you could probably have done them from a video that's not that's not it it's it's the accountability it's the action it's the consistency it's the flow and I don't think he's missed a day in the last six months since I had that conversation with him. We were so, just talking about that yesterday. And right. I asked him, I was like, you've been super consistent lately. He's like, yeah, I haven't really missed. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And I teach him anything different. Like half the, right. time, half the time, it's just I'm making sure he's going to show up, making sure he's going to do it. And he has that checkpoint with me. He can't, between that and the weekly check-in that we do, we can't miss. Like if he misses a day or two, I'm going to know about it. I'm not going to be mad at him, but I'm, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to see what's happening off track. With a hybrid member, that's a little bit harder. That's, that's for people who have that autonomy and are utilizing that autonomy. So, Fair. Appreciate you breaking that down. And that uh, all the information is free on YouTube and Google. You can go <laughs> find out there. <laughs> it's, it's the implementation that is valuable. And you have people... I'll go on a bit of a rant. And, uh, yes, do it. <laughs> go for you it. You have people in gyms out there charging a couple hundred bucks a month for the stuff you can find on YouTube and nothing more. Mm-hmm. No coaching. Like, they're, they're trainers, they're instructors, they're cheerleaders, they are not coaches. Yep. And to your point about where coaching and training intersect is the skill, and it is, a, it is an acquired skill that requires uh, being refined over time, again and again, and shifting when it needs to shift. And that's a skill, is to be able to help someone take the steps on their own to have that long-term consistent implementation. Uh, to, I have a guy that got done with the problem man pathway in March or April, mm-hmm. and he's still working out. Dude never worked out before. 
That's he had, amazing. He had a <laughs> shit relationship with a story in his head. He had uh, a kid that he hadn't seen since he was born. Like, and he's on good rela- good terms with the baby mama now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is absolutely crushing it, still working out, like posting shirtless selfies to Instagram stories. You know, it's, it's when, and I know you've done the same for so many people that it's like, hey, here's the steps to do it. To your point, that's that's the story you just told. I'm just telling your story again. You know, like here's the, right? If I'm, yeah, yeah. Here's the personal training, and oh, now you're hitting all your workouts. Yeah. Well, I think that's what's so cool about. Because you get people that like, oh, I'm going to move online. It's like, okay, why? Like, okay, cool. But that was one of the things that I I really liked about and still like about the, the way that you run like the Primal Man Pathway is that it is all about creating autonomy and creating self-sufficiency and creating a better relationship with, like you said, the stories in your head and the stories we tell ourselves because those become our reality. And um, like a really, really quick example that probably most people can relate to. And I just had this conversation with a client um, earlier this week in one of our check-ins. She's like, man, I'm just struggling to get to get up early, early enough to get into my workouts. And I, I just asked her, I was like, so I was like, are you struggling to get up early? Or are you just not getting enough sleep because you're going to sleep too late? And she's like, oh, it's definitely that one, which is relatable. We've all been there. And, and I was like, cool, is anything going on? Um, I think I stole this directly from Ben House. Uh, but I was like, is anything going on at like that late at night that you that you find important or that you feel like you'll be missing out on? I think so many young people are like, just go to sleep earlier. And yeah. it's like, well, what if that's the only alone time you have with your husband because you've got kids and you're busy all day until 9 p.m.? Like, well, then, no, like, maybe the maybe the move is to spend an extra 30 minutes cuddling on the couch. Like, maybe that is more important. And, that, yeah. and that's fine. I can't, tell, I can't tell someone that or take that away. I can just ask the right questions. And she's like, no, I literally just end up watching an extra episode that I didn't need to watch of a show that I've already seen, and then I'm t- too tired. And I'm like, well, then the next question to ask yourself is, is that show more important than getting the workout in or feeling bad about not getting the workout in? And like that, that is coaching. Uh, to me, that is coaching. And that's something that you can absolutely do and that you do with the primal man pathway over and over again. So your point, now you have somebody who's been working out the rest of the year after yeah. working with you for a little bit. Yeah. And that's so cool. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. That's all the right answers. Coaching, coaching pushes all the right questions. Coaching pulls. And that example is a beautiful, I was on a podcast uh, earlier this year. I was talking about evening routines and like creating a, a, a habitual thing that teaches your body, hey, it's time to go to bed, mm-hmm. something you do. And the individual on the other side of the podcast, she's like, oh, I'd only heard of like morning routines up until now. And to your point, like, well, I just need to wake up early. I'll start a morning routine. If you're only getting four hours of sleep, how are you ever going to have an effective right. morning routine? Morning routine is going to be brutal every day. Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> and I think that, I think that people know this stuff. Like if you like when you tell them, I think to me, good coaching. Um, and then I'm going to volley this to Matt a little bit about like good, like the actual coaching and constraints with that. But good coaching questions are just creating, maybe not even that thought provoking questions, but just creating different constraints in someone's life like people like there should never almost never be a time where you're like holy fucking epiphany like i had no idea that i should have been going to sleep at 9 30 if i want to get up at five like we we probably all know that like probably have since we were 13 you know um but it's just about asking the right questions to be like okay now i want to have an evening routine that helps me get to bed at 9 30 so that my morning routine works and that's exactly how we coach and i think matt can probably go over that better than i can but when it comes to like finding constraints for people and um, meeting them where they're at from a coaching perspective. Right, because too often in the gym, coaches or trainers, I guess not a coach, uh, try to give people shit that's so 
hard and complex that they feel like they can give direction because they made it so complicated. So now they're relevant because they don't ask questions and people and do the other stuff outside of training where like your goal should be to give someone something that they can do without much thought so they can drive effort. Cause if you can't drive effort when you're in the gym, like then you're not getting a training effect. Like you could balance on one leg on a BOSU ball with weight overhead and try to squat. But what if you squat with both feet on the floor with more weight? <laughs> like, Any asshole can overcomplicate something. 100%. And to say that much nicer is the mark of a true professional who can make it simple and effective and easy to implement. That's I do a lot of the sales at the gym, and I tell people, like, the first thing that's going to blow your mind is the fact that nothing we do is going to blow your mind until you see how well it starts working. That's it. Um, day one, you're going to work hard. You're not going to be over your capacity, but you're going to work hard. We're going to find the moves that help that, that are your body is capable of doing, and we're going to drive a lot of effort in those moves. Over time, it's going to increase the, the, the playground. It's going to put more to toys in our playground, more tools in our toolbox to be able to help you even more. But right now, we're not going to spend time on those because that's time we have to teach you. And our goal, like to Matt's point, is it is to teach, it is to educate, it is to coach, but it's, it's also to drive effort. It, specifically in that overall, our goal is to coach. But in that gym, in that gym moment, our goal is to drive effort. You know, we might only have somebody... Like I said, a lot of times we see someone once every four weeks and then we're and then we're just conversation and, and programming the other times. We might see someone once a week and, and newer people we are seeing two to four times a week for that one-on-one uh, -on -one setting. And if we were to spend 25 minutes of each of those just teaching instead of driving effort, then I think we leave a lot on the table. And not teaching other life, life skills and other um, how to set, you know, the, the right way to set up routines and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, those can be taught while, like in between while someone's resting from driving effort, right? Yeah. Like that's, but that doesn't need to be the, like to Matt's, uh, the one leg on a BOSU ball with the weight over your head. That would be really hard. Probably wouldn't do anything except make you really good at that. If that's your goal, we can help with that. But yeah. for most people, they just want to like look better, feel better, move better and have a better relationship with their body, their movement and their capacity. And effort helps with that a lot and effort in the right direction helps even more, I think. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> the effort in the right direction, that's, uh, if I recall correctly, that's about how we opened here. It really is, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny how we always manage to find a, find a circle there. Um, for the listeners, for anybody who's wondering, could one of you break down how you go about servicing the, the fitness and the clients, like if you were explaining to somebody sitting in front of you waiting to sign up? Yeah. Um, you want me to take it or do you want to take it? You go. Take it away? Okay. Um, so I want to ask a question before I answer that. But so do you mean um, like specific, like how we how we sell it as in terms of like what the tr – and, and I hate saying this. So explain it in a way that uh, somebody who's never stepped into your foot or stepped foot into your gym. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was a good one. Somebody who's never stepped foot into your gym – uh, will understand what it is you do. Got it. Okay. And how you deliver it. So everything we do from the second that somebody even inquires about the gym is individual. We don't have any automated anything. Everything we do is uh, is you will talk to a person, you will set up a person. I lied. I think, uh, or I misspoke. We actually have one automated email that reminds people that their that their consultation is the next day. Uh, the con that is about it. Um, which I think we also then follow up with a call to confirm that. So that even that automated portion is still human centric because um, for me it's about the relationships and the people and if we have good people and good relationships then we'll have a good business and we'll have everyone will have fun everyone will get results 
that consultation in the very front end is is individual. We have um, some stuff we need to get through that helps determine like one-on-one training needs, helps determine someone's specific goals. Uh, we break down, probably not dissimilar from how you guys do it, mm-hmm. we break down um, some starting points, some movement starting points, some capacity starting points, and then some, if it's relevant to their goals, body, you know, body mass metric. Um, yeah. I, I hesitate to say that we do the same thing because I think that you've moved away from doing the way that we used to, like that we've yeah. also moved away from. Yeah. Um, but so just some measurements and things like that, just to kind of establish a baseline if that's relevant to their goals. And oftentimes we find that it's actually not relevant to their goals, so we don't bother doing it. Um, it's all about that person. Um, from there, we figure out where they're going to be the best fit, both socially. Like it, there are a lot of people that the gym's a social outlet, and we're sensitive to that. And if that's the case, we want to get someone in the group as fast as they can. There are just as many people we found that don't that they want to put their headphones in and they want to go to work. If that's the case, we don't want to do a ton of one-on-one with them. We don't want you in a group. We still want to help you. We still want to do programming. We want to figure that out. Um, and then we go. We create right away. We create a plan and we, we kind of hit the ground running. Um, with regards to each session, that's going to be pretty highly individualized. Um, we tend to... Uh, we tend to go through a lot of like some bigger basic movement patterns um, and help people again like what Matt said before in terms of like the constraints and meeting people where they're at um, that would be determined in that consultation and then we would build the program you get assigned one of a, a coach and that coach was responsible for your check-in every single week uh, the check-in and I'm probably gonna miss one of these and Matt might have to jump in but it's sleep headspace recovery energy levels uh, diet which is not like are you following our plan but just are you adhering to some form of eating and um, everyone is so it's just a matter of how much information you want to share with that uh, steps and uh, schedule um, and that's a weekly thing that we do with every person to make sure that they are on that they're on track a person coming in um, for eight weeks in a row with 10,000 steps and seven and a half or to eight hours of sleep a night and their nutrition's on point they're not missing workouts is a very different person even if they're the same human being that has four weeks of 4,000 steps a day four hours of sleep a night and has not remembered the last time they had you know more than 30 grams of protein so we want to make sure that, and n- neither of those people, whether they're the same person or different, are wrong. It's just about how do we meet that person where they're at? How do we give them the workout that they need? And so we base every workout on that. Um, so everyone has a plan. It's an individualized plan. They have an assigned coach. And then they also have us as a team of coaches. So you're never subject to just like one person, right? So if someone prefers to work with Matt, they can, of course, request that. But oftentimes they find that they like working with Matt and they like working with another one of our coaches as well. And so we'll kind of bounce back and forth. And so we have a, a team of fitness professionals that help service all those and that and everybody is also assigned a specific coach so that they can kind of develop that relationship from the weekly check-in point, from all the other stuff that's happening outside the gym that we don't get to control. Because even if we see someone six days a week, which is pretty rare, you know, it's typically what, two to four. Yeah. Um, that's still six hours out of an entire week. It's not a lot. So we want to know what's going on outside of there and make sure that we can help move the needle in all direct directions. Um, and like that conversation I said I had with the client with the sleep, that was over, that wasn't in person, that was over a, a weekly check-in. Um, and hopefully that helps frame her better going into the new year and she has some more um, more success when it comes to showing up to sessions and getting the, the results. People show up, they're going to get results. That's the part, that's the easiest part. Right. Somebody yeah. that shows up consistently is going to get results. That's not, that is not difficult for us. That's like, if you take your car to a good mechanic and a reputable mechanic, they should come back and fix it. But did they leave grease in your car? Did they remember your name? Did they tell you that the price it was going to be is the price it was? Did they have it ready when they said it was? Was your car clean? Did they add an air fresher into it? Did they also tell you, hey, just so you know, this is going out, but not fix it because that's not what you agreed upon. Those are all the things that make a good mechanic, which is the easy part of being a practitioner. Uh, a great mechanic and that's I believe that that's the same thing with fitness too is that 
fitness the fitness part is super easy for us. It should be. We're professionals in that. But the other stuff, the uh, stuff that people don't take into account, and this happens way too often in the industry, stuff that people don't take into account that we need to, are the things that I think make a good coaching program a great coaching program. Yeah. Uh, it takes it from being a curriculum to coaching. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Because anybody, anybody can deliver a curriculum. Mm-hmm. And an ape can write a semi-effective resistance training routine. <laughs> like, if we're being real here. Yes. <laughs> Semi-effective semi, semi resistance <laughs> training routine can be written by an intelligent ape. Uh, it, it's all the other pieces. And um, I'm sure you know, anybody that's been around here for a bit is starting to started here a while back and in that last uh, volley understands why you guys are on here as the people that I'm highly, highly, highly recommending everybody go to as soon as we're done. Do you do you have a, a timeline on that? Like is that a timeline that you're that you're wanting to share with people and um, and if appropriate should we talk about what that looks like for people that do want to continue on with what they've, what you've helped people over the last seven and a half years develop and move and kind of shift that over to at work? Yeah, uh, the timeline is, and this will make it nice and real. Uh, The timeline is that group sessions will be done January 1. Uh, We will have some equipment here January and uh, for a couple of like, Group sessions will be done January 1. Got it. Yeah. And so if somebody was looking to transfer that, so this would probably be one of the only cases ever that I can actually think of that I wouldn't require or that Matt and I wouldn't require somebody to do um, one-on-one training prior to entering a group. Um, we would probably still have some sort of like entry into making sure that they, that people were just accustomed to us, really. Yeah. Is all, that's that's all that would look like. Um, and we're, we're going to... This would be a lengthier discussion that everyone will have access to that information probably by the time that they hear this. Um, but it will be an actual plan, an action plan for people to be able to kind of hopefully seamlessly move through it. It's it's a little bit quick, but we should be able to kind of accommodate that. Um, I also know from like a fulfillment standpoint, um, Chase and I have talked about doing anyone that has one-on-one stuff, we're going to just fulfill that. Um, if there's other, you know, if there's like extenuating circumstances, obviously we can we can all talk about that together. Um, the goal is just to make this this transition, and I'll kind of volley this back to Chase in a second. But the goal is to make this transition as seamless as possible because that was the big when we had, you know, all the way back to the beginning of how we're even sitting here, why we're even why we're even sitting here. That was the biggest thing in the conversation was like not wanting to let your clients down and your coaches down. This isn't to not like that was. Because t- I think the question I asked was like, how much of it is, and as a business owner, this is not a this is not a negative statement. It's just something that we can all work towards. How much of it's ego? How much of it's like, I started this thing and now I'm passionate about something else? Um, and how much of it is the people, right? And I knew, uh, and I probably could have guessed before I even asked that, like, or, or, but before you even answered it, is that of course it's going to be about the people, right? Of course it's going to be like that. Because for me, that would be the hard, like if, if the we were sitting here having the same conversation in reverse or an inverse conversation, that would be the part that I would be the most worried about. And I knew you were too. And so that's kind of what I, why I just offered like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, like let's, we can make this transition as seamless as possible for people. If they, they're used to great training, they'll keep getting great training. They're used to group, 
we have groups that are used to one-on-one, we will fulfill those. Um, and the goal is for that to, obviously we want clients to have a great experience, but, and also I will say selfishly for me, it's Chase is a friend of mine and I wanna make sure that his transition into the primal man pathway full time is as seamless and like leaves like a, nothing but just a good feeling. You know? you're, yeah, you're helping me clear space. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hell yeah. And it's very much so appreciated. Uh, because uh, for anyone, some people listening may be like, well, yeah, of course you want to. It's a, you're going you're gonna to get an in, influx of clients and income and this and that. And guys, it is work to just take on a group of people who, regardless of how much Mike and I get along, like, and we are very similar, we run similar models, it is still a workload to take on a group of people coming from another gym. Uh, and it was a very, very uh, thoughtful offer to be the guy that says, hey, yeah, I'll take that on. Thank you. And it wasn't it wasn't even a question that I, you know, it was a question that I, I could answer, but not without double checking with the, with the team, because if that's something that they couldn't have handled, like the only reason that the, that my gym and Outwork Fitness is what it is, is because of the people there. So if they couldn't, let like, my, my staff and my, my clients, if my staff couldn't have handled that, then it would have been a different conversation. Yeah. Or, you know, and it would have been, how can we make it happen? Yeah. Um, and honestly, depending on how many people do come over, it will be a how, and it, it will be a, an experience and a journey, but it's one that I think is worthwhile. You have a good group of people that want to continue on what you started for them and what they started because of you guys, and now they have that option. Yep. Hell yeah. Boys, I am very, very fulfilled with what we have here. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to sign off with? Little nuggets? Uh... I, I don't think I have any. Just, I mean, I'm looking, for, I, I'm looking forward to meeting meeting some of your people. That's one thing that I haven't done, you know, despite years of friendship. I, you don't, you know, right. I don't exchange, like, clients and stuff like that. So um, outside of people who have, like, transferred gyms and things like that. So it's exciting. It's an exciting new part of the journey, and I'm excited to help um, help more people and excited to see Chase off into this next leg of his journey. This is really cool stuff that he's doing, and I'm excited to see that continue to grow. Hell yeah. Well, Mike, Matt, appreciate you boys coming out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.